I'm here. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the huddle where we come at you every Tuesday to discuss maintaining forward progress in your flooring career. Join me with, as always is Jose and Daniel, preferred flooring out of Michigan. And this week it's going to be short. I know I said that last week and it ended up being an hour long. <laughs> Oops. But, but um, I am traveling and I got a a bit of bad service, so please excuse that. Um, so this week I thought, you know, it's best served to, uh, I should say we thought it'd be best served to um, kind of discuss what we learned at convention. Um, too often people go to seminars or to a show or to convention, they go back to their business and they do things exactly the same way that they, they did you know, before they went to it, they don't apply anything that they've learned. So I've always found it helpful to kind of jot down some notes uh, after a seminar or a training or something uh, or convention or a show about what I learned and uh, then have an active approach to trying to um, apply some of that. So um, since my signals week, I'm going to jump in and just uh, if I'm good right now, I'm going to jump in and, and just uh, bring up a couple of things that really hit home for me. First thing I wrote down was accessibility. Um, we kind of hit on it in last week's podcast, but the accessibility to be able to talk to people who can make a change in the industry, who are in positions of power, uh, you know, in our industry, everybody has them. Um, they're very accessible in flooring. So getting to the show, uh, you know, discussing big items or big issues in the industry with people. It was really easy to get in front of and talk with, uh, you know, some of the leaders in our industry, uh, as well as, you know, being able to uh, propose certain certain ideals and certain changes. So I, I wrote down accessibility. Um, the other thing I wrote down that I learned a ton from was being on the, the women in flooring. Um, uh, I wouldn't call it a seminar round table. That's what I was trying to think. Round about. Table. Yeah. That was really eye opening to me. Probably the biggest thing I learned at convention was sitting at that round table and listening to women installers and uh, women who are in the profession in different capacities. Um, talk about how to market to them to actually bring them into our trade. Uh, I had a bad misconception and it was corrected in that round table. And that misconception was marketing directly to women is somehow offensive to them. And it was the exact opposite. I mean, really every, every uh, female I talked to at the show and in that round table stated that they want to be directly marketed to They, I mean, they want to be known that they that flooring's an option. They want to know that uh, you want them. And so that means you market to them no differently than uh, you might market to a male. And I know that's not groundbreaking, but it was to me that day. So it was awesome to hear that from them, right? But directly from, from not just one woman, but almost every single one. Um, and it was just, you're Yeah, right. there were like six of them. Yeah, you're right. It was it, maybe more than that. Um, yeah, probably. But I mean, you know, that was really conversating. There's probably six of them that um, 
that that I had talked to or that spoke up in the roundtable. So that was it was really cool. Yeah, it was a good one. That was a uh, one that should have had a, a prime time spot that didn't. I think. Yeah, I kind of got mixed in with uh, another one from a time perspective, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, got to start somewhere, right? And all the positive feedback can only lead to something better on the next one, the next go around. Yeah. Well, I think that was wildly popular as well. So uh, a lot of people were talking about it afterwards and then conversations got deeper and deeper as, as we went. So, you know, we're going to form a, a new marketing plan to, to really, uh, and advertising and job offers to really, you know, uh, try to expand our, our female installers. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we have like one on our, in, in all of our crews, uh, out of probably two or 300 actual individuals that work with us, uh, from a subcontracting perspective, we have one female installer. So she's awesome. Attention to detail is great. She's actually way better than the men are at taking care of her body. Like you couldn't tell she's a flooring installer. That's one thing I think the ladies ought to know is that it, you're smarter than we are. So you're gonna you're gonna take care care of your knuckles and they your, listen your to knees the body. better than we did. They listen to their body more than we do. We try to brush it off like ah, you know we uh that doesn't hurt that much, and just try to keep working through it. They go, hey, um, this is oh, just a, let me figure it out. It's even like the it's it's just they're more aware, dude. Um, I I hate to lump everybody in, but that's kind of a pretty big compliment, really. You know, they're my my uh, experience so far is just that they're more aware of their that this is a long time, this is a career, and they treat it that way, and so they wear all the appropriate, you know, knee pads and and don't she wears gloves and things that just dudes don't do that often and and uh well, you know, when, you would... when we're we're brought into the trade when we start doing that stuff we're kind of uh bashed on by the other guys like oh you little sissy you got girl hands why do you need gloves what do you need knee pads for yeah. stuff that's like that good, and women just point. don't care they're <laughs> like i'm gonna take care of myself i don't care what you say bodies don't hurt today because i will well, that... yeah Less egotistical than us, uh, us foolish men. Yeah, hey, we have we have a female working with us too, a young lady. Um, you got a stud working for you. Yeah, well, this isn't her. This is Justin Bieber, but um, <laughs> we have pictures of her everywhere too. No, it's, it's uh, it makes you appreciate um, all aspects, right? And and we might have approached that part a little differently because we were raised by a single mother, so. We've never really tried to discriminate in that or put a um, woman and in, in a man in the category and to sit in that round table. Like I was in the background uh, just listening in, but just to sit in and to hear more than one woman's perspective was worth its weight in gold. Well, not only that, it's, you know, the different women had the different perspectives, which kind of touched on each other, but still differed at the same time. And yeah. It was uh, it was crazy the conversation it brought because it didn't just focus on women. They kind of it kind of broadened to uh, 
just the younger generation in general. And there was quite a few younger people there as well that just are are starting in the industry and to hear their perspective on why they want to come in the industry, the training that they're going through now, and then what we need to do in order to retain the younger talent that's coming in was uh, pretty eye-opening as well. I mean, it's things that we've been saying for a while, but it doesn't mean anything coming from me. But when it comes straight from the source, you, you it, there's a lot of credibility to that. Yeah, that's a good point because they they certainly uh, you know the demographic of age in there was pretty diverse and and uh, the younger uh, ladies are were very outspoken and I would say you know we don't no, I don't think people intentionally are uh, discriminating. It's not like we discriminate or write ads to not get women employees right we just don't do anything in particular to target them and to to appeal to them i should say more than target and that's really what came out and that was like you gotta you gotta let us know you want us uh and let us know that it's an opportunity and that and, and what it can do for our lives and so while you may not discriminate you really have to um appeal though right i mean it's about appealing to different people and uh different sectors of people and and um so we're gonna try some of their ideas that they kicked around and we'll i'll report back at some point and let you know the response yeah and you know they're just uh one of the things that I took away from it is CFI actually going through some huge changes in leadership, right? That's a leadership's been a huge thing, especially lately, um, to talk about. And man, they definitely are have their hands full. Well, it's a little bit difficult to make change, right? After you know, that's what it's about. The takeaway from from this event is took away that after thirty years of the same old, same old, it is hard to make change uh and like i said ripping that band-aid off right well i'll tell you one one thing about on that subject is um leadership is it's tough when you have an organization that's had long time uh i would say in inner circle type leadership uh, it's tough for both parties when when leadership changes, but I think if both sides, uh, I say sides, if everybody gives each other a chance and and lets some things work out, um, you know, then then things will. Um, but it's gonna take uh, it's gonna take effort. I mean, this is a big organization, CFI, you know, and it's a big deal to jump in and try to lead hundreds and hundreds. <laughs> thousands and thousands i should say of men and women yeah the the thing that that i've seen especially with going there this time is that a lot of the guys that are in cfi um always preach you know to to never stop learning and stuff like that and to uh to kind of adapt to the new changes and things but then the to see a little bit of pushback on the new leadership. It was like, you guys kind of got to start looking at it from a different perspective and, and embrace the change and see what the, this new leadership can do. Um, it's, 
you can't be be one-sided with it because it's always installation. You got to learn the new stuff. You got to get with the times. You got to do this, this, and that. And then once something that, that inconveniences them or they perceive as an inconvenience um, kind of stops them in their tracks and is like, what what's going on? Because, you know, humans don't like change. But if, you, if you're not changing, you're, you're not, you know, progressing. And uh, the crazy thing is, is I, I've been listening to, again, um, The Entrepreneur Roller Coaster by Darren Hardy. Hey, good book, by the way. And, yeah, uh, Darren. In there, I like as like the day we got back from convention, you know, the day after I went to the gym, started listening to it right where I picked off, picked or left off, and it got to the the leadership part and um the number they had four things that leaders do, right? And the second one is leaders do what's unpopular. And that's kind of what Chris is going at right now. It's he's doing the things that are unpopular because the guys don't see it in his perspective, but also he has to do this in order to, to try and make a change. Um, either way you look at it, uh, CFI is a great organization. There's some amazing guys in there, but in order to, to grow it to where it needs to be, something has to, and he, he didn't like the word change. Something has, what were the, what's the word we were using? I don't remember. Um, well, I, I just my two cents on the on all of that is anytime a new leadership leadership comes in, whether it's at a new company or whatever, that leader has to win the hearts and minds of people. Um, so Chris has his work cut out for him, but he's uh, you know I I don't know him well, but I was able to chat with him on the podcast and a few other times at convention, and he seems like he's got a good head on his shoulders, smart man um very articulate um it's going to take you know if he can take some constructive criticism that is is not intended to be um hurtful from people um and that's the key like the constituents or the cfi members have to you know voice their opinions in a way that's that's productive and and uh that can be that something can come you can't just say i don't like that well come on, give it a little bit more. What is it? How can it be better? And kick some ideas. And I heard a lot of the guys, you know, off and on talking about different stuff. And it seems like overall, most people are going to give him benefit of the doubt. But <clears throat> also, you can't just, um, a leader can't just take his ideals and run with it and not have any uh, openness for feedback. So hopefully, Everything goes well. Uh, this was first convention with someone new, so you would anticipate some kind of uh, uh, tension. I wouldn't say, yeah, yeah. tension. <laughs> that's probably the best. That, there you go. <laughs> um, so. and, and that's what it was, too. You know, I interjected during that thing, too, but there was really no good way for him to get that out, right? So he just chose to get it out. Could it have been approached a different way? Probably, but it probably would have taken a little bit longer. Um, and I think uh, his his idea is that has been being tiptoed around for a very long time. Now it's just time. Well, you know what? Just jump in. Well, get him out there and get some feedback and stuff. So who knows what will happen? So I'm excited to to hear, you know, how that and, and observe how things, um, you know, might 
change a little bit or, or morph or, or just whatever ideas come out of it. I'll tell you one thing, anytime you challenge humans' minds, that, that gear starts moving and there's probably some good dialogue that'll come out of all this. There's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot. So, what else did you guys... Oh, sorry about that, Daniel. Oh, there's just great conversation. I keep on trying to mute uh, Microsoft Teams, but nothing that I do is muting it, so... Technology. So what else did you guys learn that you, uh, what did you guys learn that you might be able to apply? And I'm going to keep this at 20 minutes uh, today. So I got four minutes. Sorry to anybody watching. Uh, I'm just traveling and I just got back from CFI and had to jump on an airplane and go elsewhere. Uh, <laughs> so sorry about this. Uh, no, being a little bit shorter, shorter, but. Uh, um, Daniel, I, like, I didn't know if this was said there or if this was a conversation, but um passion doesn't pay the bills right but it, it could put you in a position to meet the individuals that can help with that along the way um and that's a conversation like i said i don't know if it was a conversation that was said from stage or just general conversation but it was one of the things that stood out uh that i absorbed um, yeah action not passion pays the bills passion. or you could probably say action plus passion pays the bills <laughs> right because there, there's a a lot um what's the the cfi model uh, if it's to be if it's to be it's up to me and yeah like like he, he always says that what that's what we always say is don't talk about it be about it yeah. stop talking yeah. about it and do it like it, it's about that time to where there's a lot of conversation about doing things and and then you you go to these things and there's that conversation and then it dwindles down and then you go to another one and you talk about the same things and then it dwindles down. And it's about that time for us to uh, kind of pull together and start doing it instead of talking about it. Yeah. If um if anybody out there, if you're going to attend an event because you're trying to better yourself or your company, and you come back and you feel that fire, that passion, act on it. Don't let that fizzle out. Um, got to act on it. You got to do something. Even if it's one or two small changes, one small change. Like do something. That's what you're going there for, right? Don't waste your time or your money. Go there, do something. And Danny Sherman says hello. And uh Rollin says he doesn't think that we can only be 20 minutes. But <laughs> we don't have a choice today, right? <laughs> That's right. Got things to do. Challenge accepted, Roland. <laughs> what about you? What about your brother? So you can go ahead and close us out since I know you gotta go. So well, I I was just interested. I think you just said it. I mean, if, if anything, we really talked up about going to shows and conventions and look better in yourselves. You just heard Daniel talking about reading Dan Hardy's book about, um, what is the name of that book? Again, the Entrepreneur Daniel? Roller Coaster. I'll have to pick that one up. But, you know, reading books or anything you do to better yourself, the key is like, what are you going to apply? So I, I, would, I would tell you it's invaluable to go to these things. If you go, take some notes, and then go back and apply, like like Jose just said, you know, one or two items. It doesn't even have to be big items. Uh, and, and if you do that religiously, you build that habit of going to, uh, you know, some thought-provoking, and you might even be challenged at some of these things, your ideals. But that's a good thing, guys. We don't need to be so stuck in our ways that we can't be malleable and change a little bit. So... You know, I think you said it all, Jose and Daniel, is like, if it is, you know, don't, be don't talk about me, right? it, be about it, you know, <laughs> like. Let's, not, let's like, stop talking and start doing, man. That That's uh, like, 
deep down, I feel that because you you always know kind of what needs to be done, but it's also human nature to kind of procrastinate on things, right? We need to kind of uh, all pull together and start getting the things done that need to be done. And it's going to take the entire industry to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So like, just to kind of cap this whole thing off, I mean, the major things facing our industry is the same with most skilled labor is a labor shortage. Uh, labor shortage will, and, and the problem is we're fighting all the other specialty contractors like electricians and painters and drywallers and ceiling guys and, and concrete guys and, or companies. And so we're kind of all fighting for the same pool of people. Uh, what I would say is if we can maximize the labor we have now, uh, we have some ideas about that. I'm going to be releasing a white paper here in the next few weeks about um, just maximizing our current labor pool, and um, which will help. But uh, so we had the labor shortage. I think women in construction in general, but particularly in flooring, is another uh, big ticket item that we can really put some focus on and do something about. I I am doing something about that, you know, um, and. Uh, then, of course, I, I believe uh, Daniel touched on it earlier, it was leadership. Uh, there's a lot to learn off of that. I'm telling you, you go to something like this and you see what, see all the different uh, players in things and, and you, you catch this sense of what it's like to go in and take over something like this, like CFI and the challenges there and the CFI, uh, you know, community and and you just, you, you learn a lot about leadership. So um, I think all those things, those are the biggest takeaways I had. You know, I know labor shortage been preached on for forever, but. For like 40, you know, 50 years now. But it's, it's there and it does seem like people are doing something about it finally. So I'm very happy with that. And I hope to participate in it too, if possible. So. Any closing words, gentlemen? I think Roland won because 321. Yeah, he won. I like left. But um I guess uh closing words for me would be um uh the list of items that you can do wrong is always gonna be a lot longer than the list of items that you need to do to do it right. So um that's an interesting insight. All right, and then uh, I'll just kind of go uh from a from a different book and and they say the the changes that you have to make are not hard right they're they're pretty easy changes it's implementing those changes is what takes the time so you know no one's saying that that it's it's hard but it is going to be difficult to implement those changes because a lot of it has to do with habit and you can't uh you can't danny sherman says right here you can't grow without change and Let's uh let's stop talking about it and let's start being about it. Yeah, I've heard it said it's simple but not easy. Yeah. Right. These know. are simple simple things, but it's not always easy. Yeah. So all right, gentlemen. Well, thanks for joining me again this week. And and right. uh, it was a pleasure hanging out with you guys last week. Oh, and man. uh we'll Appreciate we'll it. catch you on the next one. Hey, so all right. Thanks, guys. Yep. All right, bye.